the Sunday Sermons Podcast. Well, first I want to thank you guys for having uh, me here to represent Cram, um, and thank you for your many, many years of support. Um, CY was talking to me um, last week um, as we prepared. He um, is visiting a church in Georgia. Um, We have several people visiting camps this summer. Um, And so as we prayed and prepared um, for our trips and different things like that, um, he he let me know. He said, yes, um, I know that church. They've supported us many years. Um, So I just want to start out with thanking you for that. Um, And with that, um, I just want to go ahead and I know some of us might know Cram for a long time and some of us might just know Cram a little bit. So um, I just wanted to go ahead and provide a little bit of a, a background of, you know, how Cram started and what we've done and what we're still doing over the years. Um, again, I'm the director of communications at Cram. Um, and so a lot of what I do is what you'll see if you um, get our emails or our mailings. Um, you know, I help put that together. And then I also help um, with visiting churches and giving updates and uh, speaking to mission boards and different things like that, um, just so everyone can continue to know what we're doing um, and what your generous donations are going towards. Um, if we can go ahead and go on to the next slide, please. <clears throat> so CRAM um, was started by CY and Patricia Kim. Um, some of you may have met them before. Um, CY and Patricia actually went to Johnson University, and that's where they met. Um, And that's where CY started putting together um, his passion of wanting to to go and help the people of Asia. Um, So for a long time, they were missionaries, um, just the two of them, and then eventually their family. Um, And then eventually they created the nonprofit um, that we now know today as Christ Reaching Asia Mission Worldwide, or CRAM. we have served in many countries, China, North and South Korea, um, Cambodia, Laos, and the Philippines. Um, and some of that work continues, and some of it um, has been either taken over uh, by someone local, which um, is great, uh, because you know, that's one of our goals, is to build new leaders um, you know, so they can serve the people they, they know best. Um, And so some of those have been taken over, and we've been able to let those go. Um, And then there have been some other things, uh, which I'll talk about a little later in China, um, where we've had to let those go or put those on hold, too. Um, Our mission is to bring the love of Jesus Christ to the people of Asia. Uh, By meeting their physical needs, um, we hope to be able to also meet their spiritual needs. Um, And that's uh, something important for us to remember, again, with the theme of seeking the lost. Um, a lot of times, you know, we can't get deep and spiritual with people um, if we're not first coming to them at a basic level um, and, and getting to know them. And a lot of times, uh, those who are lost, um, helping them and, and saying, how can I help you? What can I do for you? Um, and, and showing them uh, God's love through what we do for them and, and, and how we treat them and other people. Um, so that, that's our mission statement and, and how we try to do things in each different country that we serve. Um, if we can go on to the next slide. <clears throat> so in China, we have a foreign language school um, and a hope farm, and we also do leadership training. Um, so in the past, we've also had a school for the disabled, a bakery, 
Um, and we also did a, a ranch with like horses and a hippotherapy program. Those are on hold. Um, I say that they're terminated, but um, we're hoping to um, be able to do something new with um, some of the buildings that we have there um, that were housing some of those projects. Um, you know, not to go into too much detail, but um, the Chinese government is very strict and can kind of take over whatever they want or rezone things. And so as we've seen that, we've had to come up with some more creative ways um, to continue to serve the people of China. And so some of those projects are still there. And um, as we are hopefully able to travel again, um, we are wanting to continue to send people there as well. Um, on the next slide, um, this is just a picture of the foreign language school. Um, again, it's just amazing and very blessed, uh, the, the buildings and facilities that CRAM has been able to put in China. Um, and, and we're able to run many things out of this building. Um, but one of those things is language and education. Um, we do a little bit of vocational training and some missionary training um, as well. And um, they also do tutoring there on the weekends. Um, and this is, again, in Hunchen, China, um, which is down near where North Korea and China um, meet each other. Uh, on the next slide, um, we have Hope Farm, um, which is uh, where we raise crops and livestock. Um, and we continue to raise funds. Um, before, um, a lot of that went to North Korea um, to help with aiding them in food. Um, right now, we can't um, get into North Korea like that um, by just taking it directly there. So we work with local farmers um, and provide uh, livestock like cows or even crops and different things like that or local communities that are struggling. Uh, we provide food for them as well. Um, and again, just a chance for us to do something for those communities um, without, without them paying us back. And, and that's a way for them to say, like, why are you doing this? And that gives us a chance to be able to share with them. <clears throat> uh, sorry. On the next slide, um, North Korea. Um, again, CY and Patricia did a lot of work and were able to build several facilities in North Korea, which is just amazing. Um, uh, a lot of the work is focused on children, um, a few children homes, on orphanages, um, and then we also have some medical clinics there as well. Uh, on the next slide, you can see <clears throat> this is one of our children's homes. It's an orphanage, um, and unfortunately right now we are not able to send our people from the States over to North Korea, which would usually be CY and Patricia. Um, but we do have some connections in China. Um, and some connections of North Korean people that we know who we're able to get some updates from. But even if we, uh, over the past many years, even before we weren't allowed to travel there from the States, um, we, we haven't been able to take pictures there. Um, that is um, something that they have stopped letting us do. So the pictures are a little dated. Um, and so you know we do what we can to try to cycle through and find ones that we haven't used yet. Um, so that's why you might not see a lot of updates, um, you know, media-wise on North Korea. Um, but yes, this is one of our homes um, where uh, it's an orphanage for um, some of the younger children. Uh, on the next slide is a picture of one of the clinics we have there. Um, we've helped, um, obviously, build those, staff them, um, CY's son. Um, 
is a doctor, and he has been over to North Korea and actually performed heart surgeries for several um, of the government officials there as well. So um, a lot of work that we've done in the past, and again, we're having to be more creative about what we're doing these days, um, but through several of our connections, we are able to still continue to get food in, um, but uh, as you're thinking about it, just keep that in your prayers as North Korea, again, um, they have been shut out since last year at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, and, uh, you know, they haven't been receiving the regular aid from the UN, from China, et cetera. Um, and so please keep that in your prayers. Uh, those people, um, we know just as much as they will let us know through the news. Um, and I, I don't have to tell you that that's just a small picture of what's going on. So uh, that's a big thing that's weighing on our hearts at CRAM. Um, and so again, if, just keep North Korea and those people in your prayers. Mm -hmm. um, our next country uh, is Cambodia, um, where we have uh, helped uh, partner with some local people there, um, establishing a Christian school. Uh, and also we have a ministry for uh, those with leprosy and have built a village um, where they can stay, um, they get medical treatment as they need, um, and there's also a church there for them as well. Um, on the next slide, you can see this is the school. Um, we have uh, continued to fund that school over the years since it's been built, help put in some facilities, different things that they need there, and continue to help support them. Um, not only as they provide education, uh, but also continue to, to spread the gospel to the young children there. Uh, the next photo is one of the buildings um, of the Village of Hope, which is um, where we uh, have the leper colony or community. Um, there's also, like I said, medical clinics and a church there too. Um, and so we are hoping to be able to go back there so we can provide some more updates and maybe find some new ways we can continue to help serve those people in Cambodia. Um, lastly, uh, the Philippines um, is what our big focus has been the last couple of years, um, just because, one, um, they're a great country to work in because it's a, a free nation um, where they're not, um, you know, Christianity is okay. Now, a large part of the um, population is Catholic, um, and so we have started to plant Christian churches there. Um, our biggest programs, like I said, are church planting and child sponsorship. Uh, and if you've gotten some of our news um, last year and this year, um, we also started a big project um, called Sharon House, which is our teen crisis center. Um, and the goal of, of that project is to um, bring girls who are at high risk for exploitation, like human trafficking, um, teen pregnancies, different things like that. Um, so thankfully, we have been able to get that building built. Girls have been moved in, and um, we are hoping and praying for what the next steps are and how we can continue to expand that project um, just to continue to protect uh, that community in Bacor, Philippines. Um, we're also trying to set up some self-supporting projects. So we want to make sure that we're not just continuing just to give food, just give food, give food. We want to help set them up um, and kind of break that cycle. So part of that is through the child sponsorship. Um, if you sponsor a child, um, you're helping put them through school um, instead because sometimes they just can't afford to go to school. If you have to choose between food and school, a lot of times you're probably going to choose food. Um, 
and so by being able to send them to school, that gives them just another step up to be able to find a job later on and hopefully move out of that community um, of where they're at. Um, we set up some convenience stores, food carts, and uh, we've also had several churches help support us in sending money to provide chickens to families. So they get two chickens and feed um, to help raise them and then provide eggs and, and different things like that. And if necessary, they can eat the chickens later on um, as well. Um, so that's something we're continuing to work on. Uh, many churches um, and individuals have um, continued to support that that chicken project, um, as it's a great way to, again, give that to the family, give, that, give them something that they can do themselves and help support themselves. Um, here on the next slide, you'll see um, this a rough map of the churches that we have planted. Um, and um, I believe I just got an update uh, from our missionary, Songho Kim, in the Philippines, that uh, they just finished another physical building um, uh, of a church in the Philippines. So right now there's, there's 10 here, but I think we might have 11 or 12 now since um, I last put this map together. Um, and we have over 2,000 people attending those churches. Um, and that continues to go up every week, it seems. Um, and so a large amount of our churches are in the Bacor area, where you see the, the first five on the top left. Those are all in the same area. That's the, the main area where we serve uh, those people, um, and those are the ones who are living on the houses that go out over the water. Um, there are hundreds of people uh, living over there um, who are, have been pushed out, um, not only from Manila, from Bacor, and pushed so far out due to the development of the country and that city um, that they are literally living uh, over the water. Um, on the next slide, uh, like I mentioned before, our Boat Kids Club program, that's our childship sponsorship program. Um, $30 a month provides school, clothing, school supplies, uh, and food for that child, and um, usually for their family as well. Um, Sharon House, which I already touched on, um, on the next slide, uh, just a picture of some of the girls living there. And then just a couple pictures of some of the projects uh, that are self-supporting with the chickens, food carts, and convenience stores. So again, seeking the lost. Um, so the kingdom of heaven is designed to grow, um, and, and the only way that, way that can happen is by us who are in it um, continue to reach out to more people. Um, in Matthew 5, 14, and 16, um, Jesus says, You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Um, and so when I watch that video and I see her as she tells her story, um, and then seeing her as she's in church and just how bright she is, and, um, you know, by us being able to help support her and her family, um, she came to the church, and then she continues to shine her light um, that was shared with her through, um, through the sponsorship to the other people in the community, and, and that's how we continue to build. Um, and so we are the light of the world, and we have to continue to share that with other people. 
And as we do, they continue to share that. And, and it keep, keeps growing and growing. Um, and we just have to remember, sometimes it's, you know, very easy to think like, oh, I sponsor this child, and, you know, I do this, or I help support this, or I went on a mission trip and did this. But remembering that we want that to, to go to God, um, because we, we don't have that light without him. He's given that to us. Um, and, and it's important that, like we're saying, don't let that, don't, you don't hide your light. You don't, if, you, if you hide it in like a bowl or something like that, it will go out. Um, so you need to continue to shine it so other people can see it and you can continue to share it and they can share it as well. Um, in, uh, again, in Matthew 10, or sorry, Matthew 18, 10, 14, um, see that you do not despise one, another, one of these little ones. For I tell you that their, their angels in heaven always see the face of my Father in heaven. What do you think? If a man owns a hundred sheep and one of them wanders away, he will not leave the 99, or will he not leave the 99 on the hill and go look for the one that wandered off? And if he finds it, truly I tell you, he is happier about the one sheep than about the 99 that did not wander off. <clears throat> in the same way, your Father in heaven is not willing that any of these little ones should perish. And so, so with that, um, it's just, again, uh, a reminder of as we look at what Jesus did while he was here on the earth. He didn't sit around with all the people who, you know, already knew God and were already following him. Um, he went out and he went to go seek the lost. Um, and, and that's what I think we need a reminder of sometimes is, and I'm very guilty of it too, is, is that church doesn't just happen here on, on Sundays and that we don't just support missionaries, that we're all missionaries in a way. Um, that doesn't mean we're all going out to China or the Philippines, um, but that we, we need to do it here, which is where we're best equipped to do it, is in our own communities, where we understand the people, we understand the culture. Um, and so as we do that, it's just a reminder, we're always, as we shine our light, that always gives us the opportunity, people see that, and, and through our works and our actions, um, will say, people will notice, you know, why are you doing this? Why are you helping volunteer? What is, what is it getting for you? You know, you know how does this benefit you? Um, and, and sometimes it just, it doesn't, you know. Um, and, and the goal is to, to serve others. And by them seeing that, we shine our light. And it's a way for us to find those lost people. Um, and for us to share that light with them and bring them into the light with us. Um, and so <clears throat> when I think about it, um, you know, a lot of people say, oh, you're a missionary, which I'm not the one out in the field. Again, usually I'm the one behind the computer just typing things up. Um, and so for me, it's important, you know, in that that I find places to serve my community where I'm at as well. Um, and, and you do that through what you're good at, what you're passionate about. If you find yourself serving somewhere and you're like, it becomes a, a task and you don't want to do it and you don't like it, you're probably not serving in the right way. Think about what are the things you're passionate about? What is it that you like to do? What are you good at? Um, if you're not sure, ask somebody, what, what do you think is, is a good way for me to serve other people? Because a lot of times people can see what you're good at and say, well, you'll be great with this. Um, some of us are, are good at, you know, working with a lot of people at one time. Others, one-on-one. -on -one. Um, but it's important that, again, not just those missionaries that are out in Asia or Africa, uh, you know, wherever it may be, 
you know, they're out seeking the lost there because, you know, that's their calling and what they're good at. Um, but a reminder that, that it, we all need to continue to do that, um, whether we're here in Kingston or whether we're over in China or the Philippines. Um, so that's my message today. Um, I hope you guys had a good update on what we're doing. Um, and if you will, I will close us in prayer here. Um, dear God, uh, thank you for the opportunity for, all, for us all to come uh, worship you this morning. Um, we are very grateful for another day, another week, um, that we can continue to serve you. Please help us to remember um, what our mission is and um, that we are all here to seek the lost. And help us find our best way for us to each serve you individually so that we can continue to bring people into the light. Again, thank you again for this day. Um, and we ask again um, for your blessings on us throughout this week. In Jesus' name, amen.